Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. All right, LeBron passes uh, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar sitting now at 38,300. And 90 points all time. He's now number one. Needed uh, 36 points yesterday. Why not just do it in three quarters? Get it out of the way. Give everybody, obviously, a fourth quarter to relax. Never a doubt. Never a doubt. I want to welcome in um, Andy Bernstein. Legendary, iconic photographer. 40-plus years of documenting professional sports. Um, Every big NBA game. Put it this way. Every big photo you could think of around uh, the NBA Andy Bernstein's probably there. So, Andy, first off, uh, thank you very much for uh, taking the time. We greatly appreciate it. Um, I, I, w- I want to start off with this one because you've been at so many iconic events and moments. Can you kind of describe what last night was for you and that moment? And you have such a unique history because you're there for when Kareem passes Wilt. You're there for when LeBron James plays his first game and scores his first point against the Sacramento Kings. And then yesterday you're there for, obviously, LeBron passing Kareem. Well, first of all, thanks, fellas, for having me. Um, finally able to exhale here a little bit. <laughs> it, was, it was a crazy night. And, uh, you know, people are talking about, like, was it like Kobe's last game? Well, we all knew that was Kobe's last game, right? So we could kind of have the buildup tor- towards it. It was a finite end. We didn't know if LeBron would get 35 and then 36 to break the record um, last night. We didn't know. You know, I, I went to New Orleans the other night because I thought, you know, the outside chance he could score 64. So, you know, there's a lot of anticipation, a lot of planning. We ha- we at NBA Photos had four photographers and some support staff there. We had basically every angle covered. Um, but, you know, it was kind of a nervous wreck. I'm a little too old to be uh, having this kind of anxiety on the job, you know, but um, I do remember the same kind of uh, anticipatory feelings um, 39 years ago when I went to Las Vegas to shoot that game with Kareem when he was supposed to, you know, supposedly break Wilt's record. He only needed 22 points going into that game. So, um, you know, last night was a little bit of a crapshoot because, you know, LeBron started off kind of slowly, but uh, all of a sudden I look up, he's got 20 points. Hmm. So. Yeah, so we knew it was pretty much in the cards it was going to happen at some point in the uh, second half. So, Andy, how do you decide where you want to position yourself for that shot? Like you said, you, you kind of have an idea we're getting close. You know, he's 20 away, he's 10 away. Now, all of a sudden, it could be, you know, any bucket at any moment could happen. How do you decide where you want to set up and what type of shot you want to take? Well, I, I'm locked into the spot that I normally shoot from, um, which is on the baseline on the Lakers bench side. So we have our other NBA photographer, Nat Butler, who came out from New York. He was on the um, OKC bench side. So we had like the court positions covered. You know, yes, would I have preferred him to be LeBron to do the shot in front of me? Maybe, but yet he shot it, you know, on the other side of the court which kind of laid out kind of cool. You know, he was going up. I had sort of a side back angle, but you saw how the whole thing played out with the basket in the photo and the fans right there. So 
um, I was going to take it any way I could get it as long as I wasn't blocked by, you know, a referee or another person or the camera failed. <laughs> you know, anything that's out of my control. Has, has that ever happened to you, Andy, where you thought you had the shot and all of a sudden the camera malfunctioned? Oh, how much time do you guys have? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, we could, we could go down that rabbit hole, but um, thank God it didn't happen that way last night. And, and we had two photographers shooting from elevated positions, so we could get the overall shot, you know, regardless of where it happened, you know, on that side of the court. So we, we really blanketed the court and covered it, you know, from every angle. Plus I had remote cameras on the basket that he was going towards in the second half. So if he had gone to the basket, if he was somewhere in the key, I would have shot with those remotes and not the camera in my hand. But I ended up shooting with the camera in my hand because, like I said, it laid out as a nice horizontal. Andy Bernstein, a legendary photography um, photographer, 40-plus years documenting professional sports, um, has been at a lot of iconic moments in NBA history. Andy, I'm curious. I know this is just... It just happened last night. What, what, what? Just in your opinion, for as long as you've been around the league, what is that moment yesterday in NBA history? And listen, we we can we, we could talk about all the individual accolades. We could talk about um, uh, we could talk about championships. We talk about this, but what Bron accomplished yesterday was unique and it was different. And it was at a time when nobody really thought he was going to pass Kareem. For you personally, where, where does where does that moment rank in some of those moments that you've been a part of? Well, I was super grateful to still be working and being in a position to document it for the NBA. Um, you know, 39 years is my 42nd year shooting, but you know, 39 years between the benchmarks of Kareem breaking Wilt's record and then, of course, last night. Um, it definitely ranks up there. I mean, I I've seen some amazing you know, in front of my camera. I was there when Kirk Gibson hit the World Series home run. I was there for Kobe, all of Kobe's accomplishments, his game winners, his final game, you know, all the, you know, all the accolades and everything that he accomplished, gold medals, um, Showtime, of course, uh, all of Jordan's six championships. So um, it's, you know, I don't want to rank it like one through whatever, but it's, as as a as a photographer or somebody a, a, you know a journalist um it's definitely got to be in the you know top 5 or 6 i would say um to have been there to be in the position to document it uh, document history um it's it's an amazing thing Andy Bernstein is our guest and and Andy um Al and I were talking about it and one of your most iconic shots is one of my favorite NBA photographs of all time is the one of Larry Bird and Magic Johnson kind of tangled up with their arms intertwined mm-hmm. do do you know when you had it like when you when you snap that picture do you I got it or do you have to you know back in the day in the dark room or right now digitally do you have to look at it and see it in your hands or when you click that shutter you know yep I just got one well, you know, keep in mind that that photo was taken in 87 during the finals, and we didn't have the luxury of instant gratification <laughs> of just pushing the button on the back of the camera. Sure. You know, like, oh, I got it, or I didn't get it. Um, you know, right now my photos are literally tethered back from the camera to an editor in New Jersey who is seeing them in real time. Mm-hmm. Um, it's insane to think, you know, that we've come that far. Um, that particular photo... Um, you know, Alan and I have talked about this before, that very rarely would Burn and Magic be in the same frame at the same time. Uh, they didn't guard each other. 
there was very little switching done between guards and forwards in those days. So the only kind of two opportunities I got with those two dudes, honestly, was when the captains came out to meet and the actual captains in those days, you know, Bird Magic came out and met each other um, at five minutes before the game with the referees and shook hands and had a moment or in a free throw situation, which, you know, God willing, it was on my side and facing me like they could have been facing the other way. So, you know, my radar was up when, you know, peripherally I could see one approaching the other or they lined up that way, which they didn't always do um, for free, free throws. And that photo is just super special. I mean, I'm looking at it right now. I have a big print of it in my office. Mm. And, you know, it just, you know, David Stern that said that that photo helped sort of define the era, which, mm. you know, it's an amazing thing when your boss says something like that to you. Because neither guy is dominant in that photo. And, you know, people listening can go back and look at it it's from 87, from the finals. And they're truly like one body, these guys. You know, it's just an amazing photo. I mean, usually in a situation like that, the jostling for position, one guy is more dominant. One guy, you know, is more prevalent in the frame. But in this one, it just laid out incredibly well. All right, Andy, final one for me, and I know it's 40-plus years of work, but I might as well just ask this one. Um, what's the, When you look back and, and look at your entire career, what's your favorite photo that you've taken? Is it that bird magic? Is there something else? Is it uh, can you identify one over another, or is it, nah, I can't really – I got seven ties or something along those lines. <laughs> Which one stands out the most? Well, I always say, you know, I got four kids, and then any, any given day um, – I probably like one more than the others. But Amen, Andy. I've got three, <laughs> yeah. and I know of what you speak. Yes. Yeah, you know, you know. I mean, we love them. We love them, but some days, you know. I love them um, all the same. I like them differently. Right, exactly. <laughs> but if I was to be remembered from one photo, I, I, I really have to always go back to the one of, of Michael Jordan holding the trophy, first championship in 91, with his dad next to him, and he's just, you know, my, Michael's crying his eyes out, and it was just a, such a profound moment um, in NBA history, which we knew then it was important. We didn't know he had, you know, five more in front of him. Um, and all the backstory of, you know, what happened with his dad and just, it, it's just, to me, is just a very poignant photo. Not an action photo, of course. Um, my second favorite probably is Kobe when he's in ice. Uh, you guys have seen that mm -hmm. black and white. It's in our Mamba Mentality book. Um, and again, not an action photo. And and maybe if we had to go to the third one, maybe the LeBron dunk uh, where he's going up, you know, the legs kind of scissored, kicking, and, you know, from the floor remote angle where you see the whole arena behind him. Um, but, you know, it's, it, it, I have sort of a revolving door of <laughs> favorites, and uh, I keep a lot of them on the wall. So I'm able to look and kind of change position every once in a while. Andy, um, we greatly appreciate the time. We, we, we thought it'd be great to have you on to kind of talk about your insight around the league and taking so many of these iconic photos. Yesterday, such an important moment in the NBA's history. So thank you for doing this, bud. We greatly appreciate it. Thank you, fellas. Great connecting with you as always. Thanks, Andy. Thanks. Yeah. Okay, bye. It was uh, that, that, That's just cool to be able to create art like that that so many people enjoy and know just instantly recognizable. Like when I was talking about that burden and magic, everybody knows. If you are, know. everybody knows. I know. It's like, oh, yeah, that one. And he yeah. shot it. Yeah. Like there's so many of those photos you're talking about 
and he took those shots. Very, very cool. Um, of course, last night, LeBron goes by Kareem, 38,390 and counting. By the way, he's got another – there's 28 games on the schedule. Who knows how many plays? Probably 24 or so, give or take. Um, he's got two more years on his Laker deal. He's still. He said after the game last night that uh, it's all mental at this point, that he's taking good care of his body, that his body is responding well. And he, he could put this thing 42,000. If he stays at the level he's at right now, it could be 43,000 along the way, that we will probably go a lot longer from when Kareem beat Chamberlain's record to when James beat Kareem's record was just a shade under 40 years. Right, 39 we're, years. We're probably going beyond 40 years before anybody even considers coming near this thing again. Of course, we got to start planning our next commercial-free 39 <laughs> years from now. Commercial-free celebration Wednesday right here on 710 ESPN. We are at, oh, hold on, I had it, 7,980 seconds so far. Woohoo! Nothing. Right. We're going to make it to 38,388 by around 8.45 p.m. tonight. And then we'll just round up till 9 p.m. So be with us all day long. You can watch us live on YouTube. Search ESPN LA. And the reason I'm wearing this Pizza Hut throwback hat mm. with that old logo, the classic logo that they went back to, I think uh, Pizza Hut's going to give us lunch, I think, soon. Breaking news, the Big New Yorker from Pizza Hut is back. The Big New Yorker is a huge 16-inch pizza that divides into six oversized Foldable slices for only $13.99. Order the Big New Yorker and all your Pizza Hut favorites for your big game party at PizzaHut.com. I was a big fan of the uh, Big New Yorker when it first came out, I think like 10, 15 years ago. The fold is key. Yeah. The, fold's the, nice. the, the fold is so nice. It's a nice fold. Yes, it is. Indeed it is. You get Because you get like a double bite. Mm-hmm. And when you unfold it, it looks like there were two bites out of it, which actually only took one. So how do you do it then? So Pizza Hut brings in the pizza. Mm-hmm. You wait till after the show is done and do your damage, or during the show? No, after. Yeah. I, I look, I'm a broadcast professional sure. most of the time, sure. so I'm going to make sure that I'm not like eating while sure. I'm on the air. Sure, but uh, we'll see. Sure, you know, some, this is a unique set of circumstances where there are no breaks, so you know, you never know. Never the, say never. The big CY Quentin Yates is uh, going to join us in a few minutes. Okay, I got a good Julian thing with him. I think he's, he's on right now. Oh, as a matter of fact, Chris uh, CY, are you there? I'm right here. How you guys doing? Good, man. How are you? I, I'm well, and I uh, I have a couple things to say. First of all, I just have to lay out the accolades. Number one, Morales. I mean, just the tremendous top of the hour lead-ins with the Prince back and forth. I mean, this is the kind of stuff. Here's what today is, guys. And I don't get I want to get too far behind the curtain, but if you're like a radio nerd of which I am one. Today is one of those days where you're like, I can't believe this is actually happening. Like com- 11 hours, commercial-free, Morales, with all of the creativity possible after a historic moment in local sports lore, you just don't get it. And I'm not just saying that. A lot because, of compliments here, Morales. Yeah, I'm serious, guys. While I I'm appreciate serious. that, Clinton, I want to give credit where credit is due. That Prince whole thing is John Ireland's idea. He was very excited to tell us about it yesterday, planning. Mm-hmm. And the great Mario Ruiz helped a tremendous amount with the creativity last night. Excellent as well. work out of everybody. People forget that that song was the first song on the Batman soundtrack, which, by the way, went diamond, Travis, if you're wondering. But I, already I just that. I just wanted to say <laughs> this is a day of this. Okay, and this is the last analogy I'm going to use. This is like, so when I was a kid, at my middle school, we used to go on these retreats at the end of like the school year. And you'd go to like, I don't know, some camp or whatever for like a week. And there were the people you knew. You know, you knew them from school. You knew them from maybe playing sports with them. Maybe you did social things. But there were life commercial breaks, as in you would go home to your house. But when you went to camp. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. 
With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jet's signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jet's Pizza. Better because it has to be. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. You learned a lot about people because they just couldn't stop. There was no direct interference in terms of how you interacted with your people. This is what it's like. So that's why you we're know, doing the 710 summer camp. Thank you. But that's I mean, what, it that, all goes that, back to the 710 summer camp. That was a pretty good camp. analogy. Was that not no. a reasonable analogy? Thank you. We had all, we'd pretty much put that thing to bed. Oh, no, no, just, no, no. But he brought it up. Again. We're going to REI after this. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't mean to say it like that, but I mean it. You know, like it's cool to see you guys. You know, I've been listening all morning and I've had a blast. That's what I'm saying. Thank so. you. Appreciate that. How are you guys? Terrific. Speaking of REI, how much do you think one of those Yeti gallon jug ones are? Uh, that's going to be expensive. Oh, they're too. expensive. Well, expensive. I mean, Morales, I've got Yeti six, Costco so too. I know very well. How much well, are they? The so gallon no, one. Because I want to bring joking. in like a gallon of iced tea on Tuesdays to keep hydrated. I'm going to guess oh. that it's at least a hundy. Oh, yeah. that's got Minimum hundy. At least, least a hundy. Also, iced yeah. tea to keep you hydrated? That's yeah. an interesting choice. No, it's beautiful. With lemon oh, in there. The, the lemon is key to hydration. Lemon is key to hydration. Yeah. Where, did you, like where did you learn that, Morales? But isn't caffeine a diuretic that actually dehydrates you? But when you use the cold brew packets, it's not that much caffeine. Mm. Yeah, I'm not like brewing it at home. You use the cold brew packets. What about you sun put tea? about six in there. Bam! <laughs> you got a gallon of iced tea. All you wanted to know lemon. how much Yeti was was at REI. <laughs> right. And then would everyone this came out to iced tea. As a fun fact, Lee, or would it qualify as three fun facts? Like, I can't. Uh, I got three fun facts total out of that. Yeah, I, did <laughs> I got too. three total out of that. I did too. Oh, great there job, it is. Taylor. There it is. Taylor Gang's on it. By the way, we, we need to hear Taylor's fiddle. Yeah, when I'm are here we for doing that. that, Taylor? When are we doing that? Whenever you want. I was I mean, told after Clinton's done. We got Yates we here right that's now. That's a mystery right now. We don't know how much don't he's want. got in him. <laughs> I mean, okay, guys. You know what I mean? Like, what are we doing? With friends like these. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> what, what, what are we doing? So here's the thing. I guess I'll jump in. Yes, please do. Last night uh, in the uh, company suite, I felt a, a large hand on my back. He said, hey, Morales. I turned around. It was Julian. Oh, Julian. <laughs> Your consigliere, as you like to call him. The consigliere was It was in the weird to see Julian without Clinton. I thought they always travel in pairs. Wow. He was there alone? Exactly. Wow. And he was much more talkative without Clinton there. Mm. The big CY. <laughs> Let me ask you a question. Did you enjoy any of the consigliere's privileges? Did he take I, you I did not attend that you those. had not been? It's business for me, so I don't go to those certain places of... Uh, of crypto.com, but I know Mason and Kaplan did enjoy. Are we able to story. elaborate yes. on what those yes. privileges are? I wasn't there. I was only told of it. Morales got, was there. Be a Mace, good storyteller. He took May. Whoa, whoa, whoa. See. <laughs> Settle down. Well, a Mason and Cap uh, were taken to hide okay. at crypto.com and introduced to the general manager, who apparently is a big fan of 710 ESPN. Nice. I'm sure there were cocktails. Although I don't think Mason was having a cocktail. 
I think he's not allowed. He right? did eat a hot dog, which he didn't want me to say on the air, but he did eat a hot dog. Okay. What's wrong with that? We got that because he's like he thinks he's fat and he doesn't want, he wants to lose weight. Well, pardon me for getting too uh, froggy on that, Chris. But what I'm saying is that the reason why the consigliere is the consigliere is that the amenities that come with his lifestyle sometimes afford. Uh, let's just say situations. Access? That one, yes, access is an excellent word for precisely what I'm talking about. Tremendous noun. A- access um, is yeah. what you want and you want people in your life to have. Correct. Those right. are the things that, because, you know, that, that leads to all the, uh, all the good, all the good stuff is predated by access. Good night. Going to the Hyde Lounge on the night that Bron's about to break through. I had no problem. We'll just go to Hyde here. That's a good <laughs> setup right there. Hey, Chris, was Mason wearing sweatpants? No, he was actually. The funny thing is there were no actual photos taken because he ducked out before there was some group photos. But he was in a suit, open shirt, yep. hair slicked back. And I looked at him at one point and said, don't you feel better? <laughs> and he said, I kind of do. Don't you feel better than rolling out of bed and coming to work in like sweatpants and a you, sweatshirt and looking like but a But not like person? designer. It's not like he's rolling in oh, an no. Adidas jumpsuit, right? Like he would. And it's he's, not like his hoodie and his uh, right? sweatpants actually like, match. It's exactly. what was in the laundry basket by the foot of the bed. Yeah, exactly. With his <laughs> grandpa sneakers. Is. Or yeah. sometimes it looks like he actually slept in the sweats and then just rolled in here. You, Which I wouldn't put past him. You have to have a certain look for a certain place. And that yeah. was the right spot for the right look. Yeah, but I heard it was a good night. So I I was out uh, gallivanting with my friends on the beach as I as I do, um, you know. So I saw this. Do on you guys television. skip and hold hands while you do it? <laughs> Is it like the Rocky scene? Yeah. Wow. <laughs> Yes, that's in fact exactly what it's like. How did you know? Wait a minute. <laughs> and, and I enjoyed well, it tremendously. about to make history. You're on a radio station in Los Angeles and you're gallivanting on the beach. No, I'm watching it on the beach with my friends. The gallivanting comes after. Are there red cups? The moments. No, there's there's clear cups, but oh. they're not red. <laughs> anyway, my point is- Is it like that, a scene out of Gidget? Why, why the beach? That's a deep I'm, reference, I'm Travis. I needed your I'm help I'm assuming there. he's going to a bar. Chris, it's beach, yes. beach blanket yeah. bingo. Yeah. That's where I live. Yeah. I mean, what do you want me to say? In a, a bar, bar at the beach. beach. No, I don't live in a bar at the beach, Sliwa. No, but why, why <laughs> not? Why not? Mr. Murphy bed, enough out of you. But like there's- He's on the Travis and Sliwa show, and he's off the defensive. I was defending you there. There's going to the game. There's going to a bar. There's watching it at home. There's watching it with friends, and I then said there's he the went beach. To a bar at the beach, but the beach I'm is assuming. an odd choice. My bad, Slee. Especially on a I cold jumped, Tuesday jumped, night. What bar did you go to, Clinton? I jumped the gun. I'm not telling you that, Amanda. There's Why no is chance. it bougie? No, it's not bougie. I just don't want to tell people where I'd be hanging out in case. Well, people Morales, might recognize him. In case you know Morales that. isn't there to tell people who I am. He's got to wear a hat so people don't recognize him. <laughs> exactly. You know, it's a tough life. But no, my point is, Clinton, is you're going to hit from every angle I today. I love it. I will be. By the way, fun fact: hit hit the music, Taylor. Hit the cheers, please. Fun fact. I will be coming in studio later this afternoon in Kay. the flesh to defend my honor. <laughs> All right. That's what's going to happen. But my point is, is that um, I had a good time tonight, uh, last night. I thought it was a pretty cool moment. I heard you guys talking about it earlier, like the sort of the spectacle of the night took over the process. Sure. And I heard Emily ask a question. She said, who was the most famous person you know, you saw, or at least that made an impression. I mean, Slee chimed in. I mean, Jim Gray. Jim like, Gray. Are you kidding me? <laughs> are you kidding me? With I don't that? think that you was... were listening. Okay, but, 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 but the, no, the point is, that. though, see, is that not the most on-brand thing that Alan could have said? Beyond on-brand, and I hadn't even thought of it until Emily brought it up. She was like, of course you said that. The, that the was only fantastic. surprise was that the answer wasn't Woj. Uh, Jay-Z was at <laughs> other games, uh, you know, these guys. Denzel was at other games. You but sure Al, was right behind Al, me. Al, you have to understand that Jim Gray is a weird answer to that question. Yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you, 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 you need to understand right. that, But right? it was more the story that Jim Gray took some of my elbow spit.
space yeah, but no, when the, I'm trying but the, to take but the video. See, that's what you do. And this is what makes you so wonderful. The question was, who was the most famous person you saw? And you turned it into a question about Elbow Room Gray. and Jim Gray. Yeah, it was Jim Gray. That, that's yeah. why it's the most <laughs> slee answer possible. I'll, and that's I'll tell you this. You. At 3 o'clock at an L.A. Fitness, Alan Sleewa could box out Jim Gray with ease. That's a different story. <laughs> and but, make 4 out of 10 from right, the corner. Without with, without a doubt. But I just thought it was a pretty I'll cool I'll foul moment. him if he comes in the key. I'll tell you that right now. Put him on his back. What time are you going to record him for a Lakers talk? Well, as I suggested, I said, you should have booked him. You know, he was the guy on the decision. He was the other guy there. It's a great LeBron moment. That's, that's and I said, point. why didn't you book him? I got nothing and on he one. said, I point. didn't want to bother him. I think we know who lost the elbow room battle. <laughs> hey. That's 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 how that one. All right. Went. So while I got you guys all yes. here, I have another game for us. But I don't know, Clinton, if you're Star listening Wars. to the, <laughs> to the John Williams. Uh, that was a stroke game. of genius, by the way. Well, and some of you guys you. got movies that, like, I didn't, I, I wouldn't have recognized them. I didn't know John Williams even did them. Like that, that was a strong sec. John, was, John Williams does all of your favorite movies from your childhood. Let's just Correct. say that. So here is a LeBron-themed trivia game. So let's see again if your name. Is your is your buzzer? Can I take my two minutes right now? <laughs> oh wow! <laughs> you wow. can. You can use it whenever you want it. If you would won, like to, you won two minutes. You take that. You know when I yeah. thought you were going to take it at one ten. Well, that's a better idea. That's exactly what I'm going <laughs> to oh, do. That's, that's all right. What so I you're going to save your unless well you done. unless you win right here and you can have four minutes. I'm and not going to win this. Okay. One. All right. So this one is all right. So LeBron is fourth all time in most career dunks since 1996. So who are the top two? Since 1996. Oh man! All right, Sliwa. This is a Sliwa special. Yeah. No, I, these are com- these are all going to be complete guesses. So you're saying most dunk since 1996? Wow. I this is messing I'm going to guess. Um, it's not old enough. I'm thinking you got to be you got to be big men. Right, you got to be people that are just not necessarily around the though. I mean, think about LeBron. LeBron it's, wasn't a fool. longevity has to be a yeah. factor. All right, I'll go Vince Carter as one of them. Am I am I already out? You're you're not am right. I already out. Okay, then I'm already okay. out. Well, I'll right. go close. Oh, okay, I'll I'll go close. I'll say Tracy McGrady. That is not one of the. I, I want to throw Ooh. one in. I'm going to go back to the big man thing. Is DeAndre Jordan? Because that's all he did was do dunks. So he is number three. Oh, so I'm going to give you that's a. a can I guess? Are you kidding yeah. me? That's that's all DeAndre Jordan does. Are is dunk. you kidding me with that's that? A really good that's guess. A, why? Why is that so surprising? You? That was genius, and I loved it. That's all I'm saying. All right, Taylor. Well then, thank you. I'm going to guess Shaq. <laughs> wow. Yes, ding ding ding. Shaq is one of them. All right, yeah. so we got two yeah. out of three. The third is Dwight Howard. So I'm going to give. Uh, of course. I'm going to give one. Yeah, they're the only shots those guys take. Yeah. Travis, right. Mr. I'm not going to win this. Get right to it <laughs> off the break. All right, I'm going to put uh, my Travis. my strategy, CY. I like the <laughs> slow it. play I things. Love, I love it. Give one, one to each of you guys. So um, LeBron James has scored 7,533 fast break points, by far the most by any player in the play-by-play era. In fact, only one other player has even passed 5,000 fast break points. Who is that person? Travis. Yeah? Russell Westbrook. Ding, 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 ding. Good what guess. is going on here? Yeah. I'd have gone Kobe. What's, yeah. what's happening? I'd have gone Kobe. Because for right. a good five or six or eight year window, he was the fastest player in the league. Even yeah. when it wasn't a fast break, he'd yeah. turn it into one. Travis, and all of your logic makes absolute sense. I just can't believe you're right on two for two on two. He swims. definitely slow played here. I love it. That was amazing. <laughs> all right, so there four is four minutes, Al. <laughs> Right. I'm not guessing. I'm listening to Travis at this point. (laughs) All right. So um, there's a list of the most career 50 point games. Can you name 
three of the top one, two, three, four, five, six, Travis, seven, eight. Go ahead. Wilt Chamberlain, because yes. he's always one of the answers. Um, so I need to get three of the top eight. Three of the top eight. Kobe. Yep. Um, and the other one. Is it obvious, you think, Al? I think it's obvious. LeBron James. Yep. Ding, yeah. ding, yeah. ding. What's, what's, LBJ you know, was so be the list is uh, Chamberlain, Michael Jordan, Kobe Bryant, James Harden, Elgin Baylor, James LeBron Harden. James, uh, Damian Lillard, and Rick Barry. I that sound you heard Harden. was Travis leaving the studio. <laughs> no, he's gone. <laughs> he's done. <laughs> he's done. <laughs> All right, wow. I'm going to do two more, and then we can we can move on from this. I'll so, set these out. You guys go ahead. Okay, right. sure. Are you Thanks. taking it right now? <laughs> no. Thanks, Rogers. I got, that's a different counter. That's a different uh, yeah. softball. <laughs> I've, I've already, no, I've already locked. We're only doing two more, right? You've only locked up the win. So I've already yes. locked up the win? Yes. Uh, no, no, he got the first one. I got Did the you first get three one. in a row? No, you have two, right? Isn't it two? I, and then we split the first one three ways. So I've, I've got it. Like, oh, do I need to keep? Here's my question. Do I need to participate to <laughs> participate. guarantee my next Just participate. Just take five, Drew. You're the only you, one that knows the answer. So yes, please do Taylor, participate. Taylor could tie with you. Okay. So it's similar If you don't walking. speak over the next two minutes, I'm docking you. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So uh, what is the franchise that LeBron has the highest career points per game against? Yates. Taylor. All right, Yates had it first. This is a random wild guess because I just want to say it. The Hornets. Mm, wrong. All right. Slee was next. All right, I'm going to go Eastern Conference team. Um, I'm going to assume it's not counting playoffs. It's just oh, regular wait. season, right? Yes, you do. It is now. So I'm so ashamed I. of myself. So do I. I'll go uh, against nah, – random. We'll go against the uh, the Knicks. That's wrong. That- that's wrong. Taylor. It's not wrong. Taylor, yep. Pacers? Nope, that is not right. Travis. Go ahead. Celtics. Ding, 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 ding. Dang it. How is that? Right. What's going on here? I was going to go piss. Slee, this, this is on you. Slee, this is on you. You're supposed to guard Travis. Okay? This is what, I didn't you know how they have out. the huddle up sessions <laughs> no, Trav, where like the coach isn't in it, it's just the players <laughs> at like the free throw line? We're no, huddling up. No, you're yeah, it's, guarding yeah, it's, Travis. You, now happening? you go under a screen, you're like, let him shoot. And he just keeps hitting shots. You're like, wait, the whole game plan said let him shoot. All right, so he averages 29.1 points against the Boston Celtics over his career. I heard he's not a real Laker, though. I thought it'd be Knicks only. Last, last time next. I checked, he's not a real Laker, Travis. Um, <laughs> yes, he, he became one last night if he wasn't already. I'm not gonna, I was actually not really trying to entertain that. I was just throwing that in. <laughs> it's it's out there, by the way. If you look, we don't at have my, time to get into it. If you look, <laughs> yeah, we have told. nothing but time I, I'm today. Told to see we don't why. have time. We have on, stand by but. real quick at 12:29 p.m. Sleeva just whispered in my ear, "Can I go to the bathroom?" <laughs> Sleeva. <laughs> Go ahead. Go ahead. All right. Copy see would say. Okay. See you. Right, I got. I got one more left for you. So LeBron has scored two thousand six hundred twenty-nine career points in clutch time, which is defined as the final five minutes where the score is within five points. Um, it is the most by any player in the play-by-play era since nineteen ninety-six. The only other player who has uh, two thousand plus points in clutch time is Yates. Taylor. Kobe. That is correct. Yates. Dang it! <laughs> You're close. You're Taylor is going to get basically Jordan, so NBA experts. Yeah, yeah, I was get Jordan, <laughs> so like, can we get fine. Taylor your uh, your place on around the horn? <laughs> really, Chris? <laughs> really, Chris? <laughs> Julian, he made let fun me, of ATH. Let me explain something. I am not on TV because I'm smart. Okay, as the president of the local chapter of the Handsome Man community. Oh, I thought oh, you were going to say because you're entertaining, but you went the wrong angle. I think he called me ugly. No, I didn't. I didn't. You know, I'm just saying. Hi. 
You really like to lean into your handsomeness. It's really good, man. <laughs> it so works, bro. Well, like, I get well, free stuff all the time from people. Like it's what? Like pie? Fantastic. No, like at fast food spots or like places where I go to eat, people hook me up with free Please stuff. Please cut this up, Taylor, because this is the most amazing. He's gone from being recognized at Top Golf with Corporate Greg to people giving free food now because he's on Around the Horn. Awesome. Okay, but Travis, no, your no, no, no. That's a separate matter. It's, yeah. it's not an Around the Horn thing, Chris. Well, hold on, hold on. Clear space because I want him to say this. Go ahead. As the president of the local chapter of the Handsome Man community, let's just say membership has its privileges. <laughs> so now he's saying he gets free food because he's handsome. <laughs> it happens all the time, bro. That's, That's kind of the gold standard for when you're handsome and charming and you're just kind of out. So, hey, you know, we just decide to bring you a piece of pie. Here you sure, go. Enjoy the right. rest of your night. A little cheesecake <laughs> yeah, with you, your you champagne, know what I'm talking Mr. About. Gates. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, you if you, if you've gotten free no, pie or dessert on multiple occasions, then you're in the club. That's just Friend how it goes. Cake right. by the ocean? It works. Right. Exactly. You know what I mean? By the beach. You know. Still the- struggling with that one, Yates. Like, but you watch the game on the beach. I just, I can't quite get there. There's a specific bar that is close to the beach, and you can hear the waves, and you can watch the game. It's great. You've probably been there. Travel, we all have been at some point in our lives. Right, sure. I just happen to live near one, so I attend it frequently. He lives near the beach, and he's handsome. (laughs) And he's on TV. What are we doing? All right, guys. So I kind of want to play this piece of sound we haven't played from uh, the game last night. So it's um, LeBron with TNT uh, after the game. I believe he was talking to Shaq. So it's about how he was asked about what this means to him, what what he can do with it. So I'm going to play it right now. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. 10 seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships. Your skills. Your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? (laughs) Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash network. I know I can play a couple more years. You know, uh, you know the way I'm feeling, the way my body's been uh, reacting to me throughout this course of the season. You know, I know I can play a couple more years. It's just, it's all about my mind. You know, if my mind is still into it, if I'm still motivated to go out and try to compete for championships, because... I feel like that's what I can still uh, do for it. for any group of guys, for any franchise. I can go out there and still help win multiple championships or win a championship. So that's my mindset, but it's all about the mind. If my mind is sharp and I feel motivated to go out and prepare myself every single day, then you're not going to continue to play this game. So there's a lot there, but the part that stopped me in my tracks last night as it was happening was I can do this for any team with any group of guys. That That, again, this is – it could have been – the uh, the emotion of the moment and he's just talking and he meant nothing by it it could also be the trade deadline is tomorrow at noon and i would like you to get me different guys it could also be i want to win more championships and i can do it with anybody but you're not helping me here it could be any of those three things so 
Look, th- this could happen with the Lakers. Maybe it doesn't happen at all. Um, if the Lakers don't make the playoffs again this year, Trev, just think about this for a quick second, right? That would be two straight years you don't make the postseason. Let's say Anthony Davis plays the rest of the season, right? So there's no excuses also mm-hmm. that this year you're not able to be a part of the top ten. Braun has made it clear, hey, I you know, I'm still want to compete here. My, my thought process is not I'm just out here hanging out. I'm also here – trying to win is part of the process. I don't know what's going to happen in a year. I don't know what's going to happen in two years. But I, I think it's I think it's fair LeBron's not in the league to not make the playoffs moving forward. Safe to say? Yeah, for sure. And, and look, he's I, I really have a hard time envisioning a universe where he does not end his career as a Laker. I just I, I just it's one of those things you kind of try to visualize it. It doesn't feel like I'm not going to close my eyes. Oh yeah, he's a Phoenix Sun or he's in, you know, back in Cleveland again. It just doesn't seem like that's a realistic conclusion. He's going to finish as a Laker, but there's all these little breadcrumbs that he drops along the way that could kind of take you in a different direction. It is a celebration commercial free oh, yeah. Wednesday. First, we want to thank our friends at Forge and Ford. When you think Ford, think Forge and Ford. Huda! Visit FordandFordOC.com. Oh, the great Abe over there, the owner. And look what just came in. The big New Yorker. The big New Yorker from our friends at Pizza Hut. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. We just did hit the breaking news. Got to get your cans on. The great Mark Cates. Well, of course, one salesperson of the year at the Mandy Awards. Look at this. Let's open this up for the camera. Let's not let. We don't want to get that in there. Yep. There it is. Look at that. That smells amazing. That looks amazing. Trav can smell it from here. Bring it over. Okay. Bring it over. I want to do a fold. On Wait, camera, can we also yeah, get in put there. Put on the floor. Get in yeah. there. Oh, there's the <laughs> get fold. Get in there. Eat that. There's the fold. And Tra- Trav, this isn't your official break. By the, way, by the way, this is also. Don't send it that way. Send it this way. By the way, Ron. No, we're good, bro. You're good. You're fine. Yeah, you're fine. We need some. No, you can eat a slice of pizza. Go ahead. Listen. It's over there. Listen. Tomorrow. Yeah, I was gonna say. By the way, this is the closer of the softball. The great Ron Mitchell. Mitchell. He's also football expert. To be determined. To be and, determined. And some people say Ron may be the favorite to win at Mandy's two salesperson of the year. Ooh. So you never know. You never know. Here, here's Stay the pizza tuned, back, out. Also, friend, thanks to our Thank friends. You, brother. Thank you. Commercial free celebration Wednesday. Thanks to our friends at Vista Paint, locally owned, manufactured, and operated since 1956. Don't forget, in about 20 minutes, super crosstalk with, with Mason in Ireland. And at 2 p.m. today, we got a special surprise for our boss, the great Amanda Brown. Commercial free all the way until 9 p.m. tonight, right here on 710 ESPN. Al, did you make anything by that? The the comments that he made at the end, or was it just a guy just talking about you know what had just happened? And it that means I don't want to say it means nothing, but he was just talking. So, in all honesty, I I think for the most part, Braun is saying. Let me get one here there, Taylor. Taking my <laughs> yeah, go, go ahead. One on one. You're good. <laughs> There's no You're breaks, good. so we got to – sustenance. So I, I think this. I, I, I don't think – Are you putting on a bib? <laughs> no, I'm trying to not get my computer all messed up with pizza stuff. Pizza stuff. Hashtag pizza stuff. <laughs> <laughs> like that, for instance. Oh, you did do it. <laughs> I know, right? What kind of animal are uh, you? Pizza Hut animal. <laughs> Do you guys want me to just uh, vamp here for a second? I was going to say, I, I, I'm in the middle of something here. I, it's fine. I, I think Braun, when he says stuff, I think he knows what he's saying, right? So I, I think, listen. but he, Was but, that a, just a tightening of the screw with the deadline, with with all of the stuff that we know is out there, with all the things that we know are pending, in limbo, may or yeah. may not happen? Yeah. Was this another opportunity for him to say, go get me somebody? I think he knows what he's talking about. I think he says things for a purpose. So 
if the Lakers, who on what it was just as early as Friday, Saturday, were trying to negotiate for Kyrie, Westbrook would have been a part of that package. There's your 27 and your 29 pick. Braun has been public about some of his comments of, yeah, um, it would be nice. Yeah. I want to compete. So I, 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 it's, I wouldn't be surprised if that's a comment. He knows exactly th- what he's saying. This might be a little bit of a reach, but watch, watching this last night, and I get that Oklahoma City is in a really unique position because of the deals that they've made. They've accumulated all these picks. They just got Chet the last year, who hasn't even played. You got SGA, who is a legitimate NBA star or on the precipice of becoming one. But then you've got you all these. How many picks they have? 175. They have 38 picks. Yeah, it's it's crazy. 19 first rounders, 19 second rounders, something so like that. They've got all these picks, and you look at who they got. They got the two J Wills or J Dub and J Will. Mm-hmm. You got Josh Giddy who can play. Chet, who I just mentioned, who was you know a, a high pick in last year's draft. And that's I think what people who are on my side of the ledger in the Laker universe are thinking like you're not going to hit on all of them but if you could get a couple of those to kind of build around that's not the end of the world as opposed to constantly trying to put a finger in the dam to try to stop the leaking well this guy doesn't work so get another guy that's a veteran player another guy that if you just keep chasing what you've been chasing to no avail over the last few seasons at some point you're going to have to I don't want to say do what they're doing because theirs is an extreme example, but you can see the talent on the horizon. That's a really fun team to watch. They play fast. They play hard. They score a lot of points. That's kind of the next iteration of the Laker team that I would like to see after LeBron. And if you trade away those picks, you're going to have to wait even longer to try to start to accumulate those guys. Think about those picks. I think... The Oklahoma City Thunder have one way to try to succeed in the NBA. Mm -hmm. I don't think the Lakers have one way. So I think that's the difference, right? I think for the Thunder, you have to do what they're doing to be a relevant team in the league. I mean, Trav, there was a time where they drafted KD, Russell Westbrook, James Harden, uh, Serge Ibaka, Steven Adams. Um, They had a really, really good team that I would argue before KD uh, went and joined the Golden State Warriors were one of the favorites to win the whole thing. Sure. That's how they they have a model of how they're going to have success. The Lakers don't have to copy that model. Lakers can skip steps that some franchises just can't skip. I get what you're saying about 27 and 29, um, but we were also having this conversation just a few days ago about we would give up 27 and 29 in a very, if specific, Kyrie was. In a very specific deal for a player that is, in his own right, a generational talent. Mm-hmm. Right, but that, what comes with a lot of baggage did you, did you and question marks. Speaking of, and I that was not playing, but I, you got to hear this. Th- this is, I, and I have not heard it. This so. is unreal. This is Kyrie Irving ta- talking to reporters about how he feels he was treated in Brooklyn. I just know I want to be places where I'm celebrated and not just tolerated or, or you know kind of dealt with in a way that doesn't make me feel respected. Um, and there were times throughout this process when I was in Brooklyn where I felt very disrespected and my talent. I work extremely hard at what I do. No one ever talks about my work ethic, though. Everyone talks about what I'm doing off the floor. So um, I just want to change that narrative and write my own story and just continue to prepare the gym. Dude, you're on your fourth team. You're, you're talking about being disrespected and nobody appreciates what you do. What you do is you don't show up for work frequently. Oh, I see his angle. <laughs> what, what you do, not out here. Let me, let me help everybody out here. Do you know how you get respect? You earn it and you give it. That's how you get it. You earn it and you give it. He he earns respect as a talent, but he doesn't earn respect as a great NBA player because he didn't show up. He's like, I did what I was supposed to do when I was brought here. No, you didn't. 
You were supposed to be a part of a super team to compete for NBA championships. You won one playoff series, dude. Yeah. You won seven. You he's out of his flipping mind that this disrespected you just decided not to come. You you were the people were thrilled to see you leave Cleveland. They yeah. were thrilled to see you leave Boston. They were thrilled to see you leave Brooklyn. That's everybody else's fault, and I guarantee mm-hmm. people will be thrilled to see you leave Dallas. That's going to happen. might be at the end of this year. It might be in the middle of next year, the end of next year. But this insanity, I don't know a better word for it, where I'm being disrespected, that is just off the charts in lacking self-awareness. I don't understand your emotion. What's your emotion towards the most ridiculous thing that you've ever heard? <laughs> that's a good point. I don't understand. <laughs> you're, you're right about that. that. That's what the only thing that threw me off with your reaction because, was. <laughs> this was it came out of Kyrie's. You're 100 right. You're 100 right. But you hear Jason Kidd go, "Oh, Kyrie's all about winning." He actually said that. Yeah. No, he's he's the exact opposite of that. I don't like living in this world where things that are patently obvious mm-hmm. and we pretend the opposite is true. Right. This. Well, can I tell you something? Sure. Just as an example, if he'd have came to the Lakers, you'd have probably heard similar stuff from the team that just acquired him as well. Of, of course. Right. Of so, course. so, and I, and I, it, it's so ridiculous to hear Kyrie talk <laughs> that I hear it and say to myself, okay, yeah, that did absolutely nothing for me. I'm going to pay zero attention to it. That's you're right. Thank you for nudging me back in line. You're you're right about that. Let's go to San Diego and Jonathan. Jonathan, you're on with Travis Lee. What's up? Uh, just calling about yesterday's game as like a diehard Laker fans. It's just like, what are we doing here? Are we just in the play to watch LeBron get accolades, or are we trying to actually go for a championship here? Uh, so I, I'll answer that, Jonathan. I appreciate you calling in. I think the whole go for a championship here that you can't even have that as part of a sentence right now around the Lakers. The reality is, um, Bron did something that may never happen again in the history of the NBA. So as best as we can, we're trying to reflect on that and acknowledge it. I will tell you as somebody that gets very frustrated watching Lakers basketball, I do. Still like as as your emotions were from a kid to today, you still get them what this is your team. This is a squad that you watch. They are, and I know there's a lot of frustration around Laker fans. They are five games below five hundred. I have no answer if they're going to um, you know, work their way into the playing tournament. There's literally teams in front of them that have no reason. They're not even trying to be a part of the playing tournament. Utah Jazz could very well sell off their guys by tomorrow because it's not in their best interest to be in the playing tournament. Teams like that are in front of the Lakers. Or the Thunder that you just used as an example. Mm-hmm. Shea's nice. Josh Giddy is nice. They got some players that, that got some talent. The Thunder is supposed to be a couple years away from, At least. from getting to the playoff picture. So teams like that are beating the Lakers. Uh, that part is frustrating. The, I, I understand that. I, I understand the frustration, and and I do. But I, the part that kind of is a disconnect for me is this: Well, why are we focused on LeBron breaking this record when they blew a game that they probably should have won last night? Guys, there are no games that they probably should win. Every game is a contest with them. The, this is the, the sort of team they are. True. There that is, part, not, that there part is right. not a team in the league that's like, we got this one. Yeah. It doesn't exist. Mm-hmm. Okay? You're going to be in a fight. Now, you can beat anybody. You can lose to everybody. When you're 25 and 30, you don't have but that the, benefit. The, the performance we saw last night, give up 133 points, turn it over 20 times, and just basically running around like with no general plan other than let's get LeBron 36 or more points. Yeah. 
it wasn't totally out of the ordinary of what we've seen. This is the team that it is. It's a five-game under 500 team. It's a team that is just as likely to miss the play-in as it is to get into it. Yep. It's kind of you know 50-50 toss-up at this point. This frustration or surprise at, hey, why, why is this happening? The same reason it happened the other 25 times that they've lost a game. They're not very good. Can I can I say this? Yesterday was incredibly – it was unique in this perspective. It was awkward that when anybody else shot the ball, your crowd, the crowd – <laughs> we'll, it was, it was, we'll get a chance. You know, funny. John will come in here. Mace will come in. And, and the, the experience of watching a game where Dennis Schroeder takes an open jumper and the crowd's like, Schroeder, why are you shooting that? <laughs> pass, all, pass the ball over to Braun. There's three guys on him, but that's okay. Yesterday was not – I don't like trying to critique yesterday's game with some of the other games. Yesterday was a very, very unique game. And I, They stopped the game with 10 seconds left in the third quarter and agreed, had a whole presentation. And it was also like every other game. It was yeah. both of those things. <laughs> Commercial free celebration Wednesday on 710 ESPN. We are at 9,000. 900 seconds thus far. So we've got the dump coming up in a few minutes. Super Crosstalk at 12.55 p.m. But right now, we're going to take a moment for the great producer, Taylor, to bring out the fiddle as he gets it ready. A world premiere live fiddling on 710 ESPN. I don't think that's ever been done. Take it away, producer Taylor. The Brady Bunch. Awesome. Trying to do that for you, Trav. Thank you, Taylor. I loved it. It was fantastic. <laughs> well done. Feeling like you need a marketing degree and an extra day in your week to successfully market your small business? Let Constant Contact do the heavy lifting for you. Constant Contact's award-winning marketing platform has powerful tools that make it easy to grow your audience, engage your customers, and sell more to boost your business. Now, in just a few clicks, you can launch a marketing campaign that's tailored to your business and goals. That includes email, social, SMS, and more. So you can sell more, raise more, and fast-track your business growth. Plus, you can always count on Constant Contact's award-winning customer support for guidance along the way. So get going and start growing your business today with a free trial at ConstantContact.com. Constant Contact, helping the small stand tall. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. That was beautiful. Great job, producer the man. Taylor. Well done, Taylor. That will be played at Mandy's too. That entire video, and hopefully, we'll get some live fiddling from producer Taylor. Good job. How about this, guys? From Shams just now. Yep. Uh, I'm going to read this. The Lakers, Jazz, and Timberwolves are in discussions on a three-team deal that would send D'Angelo Russell to the Lakers, Russell Westbrook, and draft compensation such as a first-round pick to Utah, and Mike Conley Jr. to Minnesota. Sources tell me and um, T. Jones on the NBA. So hmm. the Lakers are reportedly in discussions. We can we can discuss what discussions mean, but they would get D'Angelo Russell, Russell Westbrook, and a pick would go to Utah, yep. and Mike Conley would go to the Timberwolves. John Ireland in the house. 
Hi, so boys. What's, what's going on, John? A round of applause well, for yes, last night's performance. Yes, sir. Great yes. job, John. Yes, yeah. indeed. Um, well, first of all, let me uh, let me thank Chris and and Mario Ruiz who di- who just killed it with all these promos today. It's like been unbelievable. But getting back to your rumor, I think we're going to get one of these an hour for about the next eighteen hours. Okay. I think that's what we need to be prepared for. A whole bunch of stuff out there, and we'll see what sticks. Um, and a lot of these, I, I actually think, guys, are misdirection plays. Like, let's put this out there, and maybe that'll up the value. Like, maybe that'll make the Pistons lower their asking price mm-hmm. for Boyan Bogdanovich, because that's the pick we want. Or if there was somebody saying, we can get, I'm sure the, the prevailing attitude out there is, we can get Russell Westbrook anytime we want. Yeah. Um, and so if he's about to go somewhere else, then maybe they call and say, hey, before Why you do that, revisit. Yeah. yeah, so I think you got to be prepared for a lot of um, mis- okay. misdirection. So with that in mind, that this yeah. could potentially be a ruse that they're you know setting up one thing to set real. up the other. Yeah. It, let's 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 at least play it out that this is real. That okay. that's the deal that goes. Russell Westbrook is out. Uh, D'Angelo Russell is yeah. in. Pick goes out for the Lakers as well. Al, do you like it? Uh, personally, I am past well past the D'Angelo Russell stage for the Lakers. When I would hear that. When I would hear that Kyle Kuzma was potential Lakers were going to go after him, I was kind of, all right, I'm okay with the chapter that churned. Let Kuz go do his own thing. We haven't seen D'Angelo Russell in a long time. That's not somebody that I would be crazy about. That's my own personal opinion. His style, his time that he spent with the Lakers, but that's my own personal opinion. John? I like Dino. Always have. Um, and I think he can't be the best player on your team. If he's the best player on your team, you're not going anywhere. He'd be the third best player on this but team, But if he's right? that... If he's the third or fourth best player on your team, he can be really valuable. And technically so. third on Minnesota, right? Anthony Edwards, Cat Carl Anthony and, Towns. And, and, yeah, well, uh, and Gobert. And, and, but mm-hmm. Who's Towns, it? Bennett, too. Not Bennett. What's the other? Who am I blanking on? Towns, Edwards. Towns. Edwards is the one there. Yeah. Um, Gobert has been the two because Towns has been out. And so D'Lo, depending, he's either been the three or the four. But again... Don't overreact to every rumor you have. There's a whole bunch of conversations hmm. going on right now. Should we do the dump, guys? Is that what we're feeling right now? Real quick, let me tell you, commercial-free celebration Wednesday made possible by our friends at George Chevrolet. George Chevrolet wants to earn your business by saving you money. Shop online at georgechevy.com. It is time for the dump. Right before we get to the dump, let me tell you very quickly that if you are injured in an accident, you need to call Sweet James. The accident attorneys at Sweet James, this is what they do all day, every day. They make sure that you get the maximum compensation, that your car gets fixed, that the medical attention that you need, all of that is going to be taken care of when you call Sweet James. 800-500-5200. Say it with me. 800 500 5200 and sweetjames.com. You're talking nearly 20 years of experience. They've collected over a billion dollars in settlements, including $188 million last year alone. So if you are hurt in an accident, do what I have done after my children have been involved in accidents. Do what my very closest friends have done after they've been involved in accidents. Call Sweet James. Say it with me one more time. 800-500-5200 and sweetjames.com. All right, Slee, you ready for a little... um, Dump stuff here? Yeah, let's do it. All right, how let's about this? It. John, you want to participate in the sure. dump? Outstanding. Sure, why not? So today is the day during Super Bowl week where Roger Goodell kind of holds his State of the Union, right? And he was asked a question about the officiating, and he said, I don't think it's ever been better. Does he believe that, or is this just a, I'm the commissioner of the league, you can never even acknowledge a hint of poor officiating, and I'm just going to pretend I don't see it and keep it moving? Well, both things could be true. In other words... The refs could be better trained and 
more younger and more athletic and better than they've ever been, but they could still stink. And I think <laughs> that that's what we're talking about. Like Mike Pereira yesterday said he believes what Aaron Rodgers said to be true, that one of the reasons why the officiating has been bad is that all the best officiating people keep getting hired by the networks by to, be, yeah, to be their, their thing. So um, it needs to get better. I, I It could be as good as it's ever been, but it's still not great. Well, I was going to say, we had the AFC Championship game where the story wasn't that Patrick Mahomes beat a really good Cincinnati team on one leg. It's it was the, ref the referees of, were terrible. Yeah. That, the, the open of the lead of every story was the referees got involved. That's never a good thing. John, of... The you can three four major sports whatever you want to call it where, where's the NBA in your ranking of officiating because that's the one that frustrates me maybe because we're around it too much but the delays yeah how quick would you and Michael are doing a game and Michael says we I'm, just saw the replay yeah. that's it if I was running the competition committee I would I would change replay to this no replay except with two minutes to go in a game. And then it's all reviewable. By, by the teams or by the referees by themselves? The, the, the teams can... You, Challenge. Yeah. But, and you can review anything. But until you get to that last team, and you only get one... I I don't. There's no other sport that stops the game for ten minutes for for no reason. No, it's the administration that it, long. No, I know, but it's the administration of it much yeah. more than the actual like letter of the law. Because footballs is I, for my money, I think baseballs is the best. It happens fast. They don't spend a ton of time doing it. Right. When they say, okay, I think he was safe. Are they you go talking and, about replay? Yes. Yeah. When they they look at okay, yep, he was safe, and they put the guy back on base, and we keep it moving. Right. It, it rarely takes more than a minute or two. Footballs is kind of in the middle. The NBA. I don't know if it's the structure of it as much as it's just well, we the administration also have to of it. Yeah. We got to change the priorities too, guys. Like what once they go to replay, the number one priority now for the NBA is to get the call right. Yep. No matter what. No matter how long it takes, get the call right. It shouldn't be the number one priority. The priority is get back to the game. If you can't figure it out in two minutes, the call stands. That's it. And we could start you a game. That's a good rule. You take I away like entertainment. You take away any momentum of the game. Yeah, if we've done this for 90 seconds and we don't know, we don't know. We're yeah. going with what was called on the and field. And Michael and we'll points out all there. the time, he played a whole career with no replay. Mm -hmm. So we don't need replay just slows everything down. Let me add one thing to the Shams tweet because yep. he just sent another one. Ongoing discussions have included Utah's Malik Beasley and Jared Vanderbilt. Uh, as part of the potential three-team deal to the Lakers, sources tell me, uh, sides are working through pick protections and additional draft compensation, too, per sources. Okay, so if that's that far down the road, there's probably something to this. By the way, Beasley, excellent three-point shooter, really Vanderbilt, freak athlete. Yeah. Um, those two players had been talked about, but I think more with Mike Conley, those Lakers guys, are a lot like, younger. You snap your fingers. Those guys are here. They play tomorrow night in a fantasy land, right? right. Are the Lakers a better team tomorrow than they were yesterday? Probably, yeah. Uh, I would have to is see. Is that not scary, though, John? Because your answer itself, that it's probably, probably. as opposed, yeah, well, as opposed not, to definitely. Well, with, with Kyrie, I would have said definitely. Oh, for sure. But these guys, who knows? You know, how much of an That's what I'm scared of. That, 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 what you just said right there yeah. is the kind of the central thesis of my reluctance to be super aggressive right now. To go from the team that right now is five games under 500, 13th place, not very good, yep. to, yeah, we probably will be better. That doesn't sound like a great deal to me. So the other side of it, just something to keep in mind, part of the disadvantage of letting Russ's contract play out, it's not that you're going to get $47 million in cap space right when the season ends. And Russ, it's not like they're primarily using him towards the end of games. I mean, his value, at least with the Lakers, is not fully there. These are role players that you could actually use. 
You know what it's time to do, guys? A little super crosstalk. We've mostly made it, Al. Yep. We made uh, we made it to twelve fifty six and counting right How now. Was it? Commercial, not so bad. Yeah, not so bad. bad. One not year, so bad. one year as a stunt, Mason and I did twenty four hours straight. You yeah. guys think you could do that with commercials? Yeah. No. Oh, did we have commercials? Yeah. Yeah, we had commercials. But we did twenty four hours straight. The Angels were playing the A's in a big series back when the Angels and A's were good. That year, the Angels won the World Series. Okay, too. Yeah, and uh, so they were coming in for a big series. We said. We're going to start at 3 o'clock. We actually did more than 24 hours. We said we're going to start at 3 o'clock. We were doing afternoon drive back then. We're going to start 3 o'clock on a Thursday. It's like 26-hour pregame show. And, oh go, and go to the Angel Game pregame show, which was 6 o'clock on a Friday. And we did it live from the Anaheim Stadium parking lot. And oh, we were no on, kidding. Yeah, we were on. The, and it was a nice night. It was All this, night long. Yeah. People were bringing us donuts and coffee. People were bringing their dogs. That's we awesome. Playing. Mason and I were out there playing Frisbee while we were on the air. We, pay, uh, we picked yeah. listeners to each come in and sort of guide us through an hour, through the overnight hours. Okay. It was, it was and, really and like, fun. Yeah, I think I could do that. 12 or 13 hours into it, we were like, I'm okay. Are you okay? Yeah. And yeah. by the time it was over, we're like, what was it? Was good. it in the middle of the night that was the yeah. hardest part? Like no, but we did a 3 a.m.? We did a smart thing. From midnight to 6 a.m., we brought in a listener co-host, different listener co-host each mm. hour. Okay. So, like, you could be Travis Rogers off the street. You would come co-host the show. That's basically what I am. Yeah. And <laughs> and we got the listeners, like, really prepared for That's it. Cool. They yeah. all They all did. They did great. If they you were had all to, really If good. you had to do it in studio... Would you be able to, like the wouldn't fact that you were out there fun. and it was. It was outside. I mean, I had my dog with me. It's awesome. It was, it was really, really a cool night. Some lady, some Remember crazy. Remember put your dog in a sweater? Some crazy lady put my dog in a sweater. <laughs> Hollis uh, was my dog at the time, just absolutely hated it. And remember that? She kept yelling for some reason, Super ro- fire. Rocket, fire. rocket fire. Rocket fire. Rocket fire. She was nuts. No, yeah, I mean, she, was we, we said, she was cuckoo. And yeah, we said it's perfect. Back then, remember our, our buddy Brooks Melchior had the spring. Sports by Brooks right. Girls, and he kept bringing different ones in every hour, and it was we had a good time. Yeah, it was, it was a fun really, night. It was a fun night. We probably couldn't do that aspect of it yeah. anymore, but it was fun back then. What do you think, Al? Um, we'll do what? What, what we do in Dodger Stadium? Like, how are we going to do this? And I think I, in the look, studio all, would be before, so hard. Before to do we anything start here. talking logistics, we yeah. should probably discuss whether or not we like to try to do something. Oh like yeah, that. twenty-seven hours. Twenty-seven hours. Did. That's the record. Yeah. twenty-seven hours. Our you guys, if you do it, you got to do twenty-eight. Just yeah. so you yeah. can yeah, beat try us. to try to beat it along yeah. the way. I don't know. I we could we could have a discussion. We'll do eleven super cross talks. <laughs> yeah, right. A lot of super cross talk. Be looking forward to it. Every three hours, it's like, come on in, guys. Oh, let's, let's do, do it again. Let's do it again. So, uh, Mace, we were talking about the rumor that just got dropped out there. D'Angelo yeah. Russell to the Lakers, Russell Westbrook, and a pick out. Mike Conley to the Minnesota Timberwolves. Which parts did I forget, John? No, you Malik pretty Beasley. much got that. Malik yeah. Beasley yeah. and Jared yeah. Vanderbilt could come Vanderbilt here. Vanderbilt, potentially. Okay. Uh, initial thoughts? Uh, good. I, I mean, I think they're nice rotation players. I mean, D'Angelo Russell, I think, would be great with this team. Uh, Mike Conley. Uh, now, maybe Mike Conley's not part of this since no, D'Angelo is, Russell he was going to Minnesota. Go to Minnesota. Okay, Minnesota. got it. Yeah. Uh, would we wind up with Vanderbilt? Yeah. And we would wind up with Beasley? Yeah. yeah. So Beasley's a solid rotation player. Well, and he's a good shooter. Mm-hmm. And he's a, and he's a good shooter. So he's shooting 37% oh, from the did. field. Okay. Yeah. Any of these guys yeah. play defense? Vanderbilt. Uh, Vanderbilt does. Okay. Yeah, Vanderbilt is is good. Uh, because that, I mean, we've talked about this I would, before. I would tighten D'Angelo is basically Gary bit. Payton. Yeah. <laughs> well, you, it was, John, I was thinking about you last night watching the game. It was not just that the Lakers are not a great shoot, three-point shooting team. OKC okay, so wasn't missing. 
They they just they True. were they they, they made right. three. But go after back. Three, I'm sitting there. Three. There's a replay on right now. It's in the first quarter when they were doing that, and most of those threes were uncontested. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. They, yeah. They, Somebody's going to have to defend read that shot. That Isaiah Joe shoots 44. Yeah. He's one three. of the best in the league. And yeah. you know they hit Muscala when they hit 100. In the third quarter, I was like, oh, With, God. like, two and a half yeah, minutes to go. I was like, I, I immediately thought of Ralph Lawler, Lawler's Law. Yeah. Well, first, first, team one, first one to 100 is <laughs> probably going to win the game. Well, I'm like, I'll, oh, say, I'll say this about the Lakers. Something has to change. Yeah. I think everybody knows that. You you can't give up 133 points to Oklahoma City. You can't and give 131 up, the last game. Yeah, well, and 70 in the second half. Yeah. yeah. Um, so they went from... 70 in the second half in New Orleans to 76 in the first half last night. So the defense is broken. They've got to do something. And this is Darvin's thing. I was just telling, we were talking about it, that when he was introduced, when we were at Media Day, and Al and I interviewed him both those days. Defense, defense, defense. Defense and effort. Defense and effort. The effort's been pretty good. I have no complaints, generally speaking, about the effort. They grind. But the defense has been atrocious yeah it's been atrocious and and it's just he doesn't have the right guys did they just abandon the philosophy well they go small so often Mm -hmm. and i think you know schroeder i don't think is a good defender at all and i mean they've got they've they've got issues on the defensive side and john you know not closing out on three-point shooters is is effort right right it is effort going out to pick up some guy at the arc right so there's so the effort isn't there in the defense Hmm. which i think is a huge issue they're trying to protect the rim at all costs, and they'll say we'll give up a three. But in this league, day and age, now these three point shooters are so good, you yeah. can't you can't leave guys and wide open I, at the three. I mean, point it's line. one game. Take it for what it's worth. But there wasn't a whole hell of a lot of rim protection last night either. Well, Got I don't know. Ad looked <laughs> looked off. Yeah, he did. Super, even he by did his off. standards, yeah. it was off. And I, I don't know what's going on. I guess there. everybody's seen the video by now. Ad weird. So Just, yeah, I wonder if he was. He stayed. Okay. He stayed in his seat yeah. when the record. He was about the only person in the building who wasn't standing up. Mm-hmm. So just for the people that haven't seen it, yeah. so LeBron is at the opposite end of the floor of the Laker bench, mm-hmm. and AD is sitting down on his seat. There, his Laker teammates are standing in front of him. You can see LeBron in the distance rise up, take the shot, knock it down. Place goes crazy. All the Laker players shoot Everybody's their hands in the up. air, yep. clapping, having a great time. AD shows no visible reaction at all. His hands don't go in the air. He nope. doesn't stand up. It is a very odd video. Very odd. Very odd look. Yeah. Um, it, got and then, and I was going to say, and then at halftime, apparently, there was uh, Darvin Ham and, and Russell Westbrook got into it. I mean, there's a bunch of stuff going on in terms. There was the record, and then there was the game, yes. which and every one of these games means a lot. They were half game behind Oklahoma City going into last night. Now they're a game and a half back. Yeah. I mean they they've got they've got to get something in gear. And by the way, Milwaukee's not the best place to start a winning streak, no. but they need no, one. The opposite. Yeah. They've won eight games in a row, and they're averaging 130 a game during the streak. So they're coming in here like white hot. Yep. And the Lakers beat them when we were in Milwaukee. So That's they, right. They feel like they've got you know unfinished business here but i you know the one thing is whether it's defensive strategy whether it's rotations whether it's shaking up the roster i think everybody can agree they've got to change something yes so put this out there you know night after night it's not but i think the question is like there's draft capital according to shams in involved in this thing is that a number one pick level of draft I don't, I don't think the players you're talking about, maybe one of them, but not maybe. both. Yeah. I, wouldn't you be surprised if both of those are gone for this package? Oh, it shouldn't be. Yeah. It okay. shouldn't be. Because this doesn't make them 
This doesn't make them a no. championship favorite. So just a couple stretch. of minutes ago, uh, Woj was on um, NBA Today on ESPN talking about D'Angelo Russell. It, it sounds a lot like what you were saying, John, which is what we have doesn't work. Mm-hmm. Let's let's mix it up. Let's and, mix it up and see what comes out the other side. And for some reason, this doesn't get talked about enough in my opinion. If your team is a losing record and you don't do anything at the trade deadline – it makes no sense to me. But what if you what if you extend the unless bad you're team? trying to lose? Well, that's right. there's the, yeah, trying to lose is one thing. But that's what if a scenario. Making a move actually makes you worse for longer. I think it's a cost of doing business. I think you've got to try something. You're just gonna keep trotting this thing out there. That but yeah, I but I don't think they should blow two number one picks. That's what I'm saying. In right. a deal like and this, I, I, I'd like, be surprised if that the, was. But what's the idea happening. of well, we we don't have. And I'm gonna put it back in a world that I understand a little bit better with baseball. That okay, here take my top prospects. I'm gonna take. I'm gonna take a guy that's a middling major league starting pitcher we're a little bit better but yep. those two guys go and become something else somewhere down the line that no, not bag only, of magic beans not, did it not magic. help me yeah. but i'm actually worse for longer i That's think i could tell you why part. i think i could tell you why i could tell you because lebron and ad are on this team and that they can't like john just mentioned this might come back and haunt the lakers or this might Hey, maybe just by mixing it up, maybe the subtraction of not having Russell Westbrook on this team and adding some other role players could be the difference of, all right, well, now they got a shot to get in the playoffs and see if these guys can make a little bit of noise. I'm not telling you it's the the perfect strategy, but it's because those two guys are on the roster. And if they weren't on the roster and there wasn't this pressure to try to win right now, maybe this deal, maybe a deal like this doesn't happen. So I didn't get a chance to listen to the show. I was coming in, uh, I took an Uber to to work today. And uh, by the way, the lady was on the phone the entire time. Why did you take an Uber? Uh, Because last night was a fun night. Oh, you had a good oh, time? Okay. Yeah, last night over. was a fun night. Good for you. Yeah, yeah last night was fun. Uh, you went to the Hyde Lounge. I did. Yeah. Went to Hyde. How was that? Which was cool. I heard you had a suit on. All the, I had a Look suit on. Look at you. Yeah. yeah, it was all the cool kids <laughs> at the There's Hyde one Lounge. more thing Morales added to what you did yesterday. Yeah, what was that? said you had a hot dog, but you didn't want anybody to know or something like that. No, what do you mean I didn't want <laughs> I don't know. That's what, 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 what he said. What am I, skulking around the luxury box with a hot dog? I skulked around the side of my on. house the other day and threw away the McDonald's bag instead of getting caught I literally told Kaplan last night. <laughs> Ka- okay, so here's the way it went. So there's a table full of chips and potato chips and yep. uh, pretzels and all that stuff. And Kaplan said, okay, let's hold each other accountable. I'm not going to get anything on that table. You don't get anything on that table. So I t- I, I'm like, okay, I- I'm in. And I turn around. There's Kaplan eating peanuts, just shoveling peanuts into his mouth from that table. I'm like, what? We just agreed that we were going to hold he each other accountable. the agreement right out of the gate. And I said, I will eat one hot dog, and that is it. And I ate one hot dog, and that was not top secret. So you didn't you didn't get a chance to hear. We had a couple of different games today on yeah. the show, and the, the winner got two minutes to not have to do anything during our commercial free broadcast. There's a reason, nice. there's a reason why he's wrapping up so right now. So I won both games. Oh, so you're, you're so leaving? I'm done, yeah, guys. Okay. I am good luck to you. Enjoy your three plus hours of commercial yes. free, but I'm going to now implement to my you four and minutes. Family. Yeah. And, good uh, for Al, you, man. You're up. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so was there a mega factor cap today? Did you do like more facts and more caps than ever before? Um, I don't, I don't know if it was that much more. We did do an Ask Taylor. And Ask Taylor. A lot of people have some interest in Taylor's life and his kind of his yeah. inner life. Um, went into, we had, I know a good friend of yours, who Bernstein came on. Andy so Bernstein, Andy Bernstein guy. got a chance to talk about his four. He was there at Kareem Breaking Wilt. Yeah, oh, well, he's wow. been, he's been the something? NBA's chief photographer for 40 years. So he's just had a chance to talk to him, got a chance to talk to Tristan Thompson, obviously played with LeBron James. Right, right. 
But I got to be honest, it kind of flew by. I, I think we That's good, man. we felt like it was gonna. You, you forgot know. the games that you lost. Oh no, we already talked. You we lost, lost games. <laughs> well, I lost Travis the games, won, which so is why, why Travis. Uh, early. Oh, okay. Why yeah. Travis leaving? So you were just starting to tell a story. You said you took the Uber in and everything else. Yeah, yeah. Oh, um, uh, so the so yeah. N- now tell me if this is Uber etiquette or not. She talked on the phone the entire time. It would bug me. Yeah, I mean, she. it was a nonstop conversation. And I looked at the thing, and it, she'd been on the phone for three hours and was having oh a conversation. Gosh. And I'm like, I, I don't know, like talking on the phone the yeah. entire time while you're in an Uber. I don't mind talking, chatting with the driver, but the driver's chatting with somebody on the other end of yeah, the phone. I think, well, it was I, annoying. Yeah, I should. You, you, part of what you're paying for is undivided attention. Yeah. yeah so, I, well, how many stars should I give her? I always get five. I don't care. I don't, I don't think never, I rate. Yeah, I've I don't think never, I rate. I always rate. I've never not given five. I've never not given five either. And but I expect five. Here's what I would do there. Yeah. No rating. Don't no do rating it. at all? Just don't, don't. What about tip? You, you can tip her. To, you have to. Yeah, you can tip yeah. her. Yeah, you got you to gotta tip. But, uh, but just, I always hit the high end of the just tip, check, just, which is like 25%. Would you go yeah. 25%? Sure. Okay, okay. Is, it, is it rude if we flip it? You make phone calls when you're in an Uber? Oh, that's a good question. Um, I've done that. I've made phone calls. And I've asked, hey, if you're cool with it, I'm going to make a call. Yeah. Well, you asked. I think that's okay, right? Yeah, I think that's okay. Because you are technically the customer. Correct. Right. So right. I think what you do yeah. is different than what the driver does. The only thing that annoys me if I get into an Uber and there's nothing I could do, but I, mean, I guess I could tell, sometimes they got the music so loud in the back, I'm like, I, I'm in here. I'm here. Yeah, that's right, a, right. That's, Were they ignoring you? you? Well, I, what I would say is just can you turn the music down or off? Yeah. You know, if it's, that's always... Uh, okay, so I know I know you guys want to save a lot of it for the show. Oh, but yeah. Just, oh, yeah. A lot of it. Very, you got very so much, much stuff just that we're loaded need By the way, I smelled do. the weed yesterday. At, it's back. At, yeah. You said it was back it a couple me. games ago. It was not me. <laughs> it's not a coincidence that <laughs> Mason goes to his first game all year and you smell weed. Yeah. That was not me. Yeah. It was I definitely had, uh, not. I had a secondhand high. But just, John, your and Mace, just real quick... What was that like for you guys yesterday? I know you guys have been around so many different sporting events. It was so funny. We were talking about it, how unique it was. Every time Dennis Schroeder touched the ball and took a shot, the crowd was like, oh, no, 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 don't touch the ball. It was just so different it than something we've ever seen. It's only the second game I've ever worked. Kobe's last game was the first one where the player was more important than the game. And the Lakers treated it that way. Yeah, You could they tell. Did. They kind of checked out. Uh, but it was about LeBron. It was about the record. And frankly, Darwin talked about it after the game. I think their focus was off, and Oklahoma City stayed focused and, and mm. won the game. But I'm, I wasn't too bothered by it. It was such a big record. And yeah, such it was a such big a cool night, night that, you know, let LeBron have his it night. It felt a lot like everybody came out for it, right? Yeah. Uh, you know, if you went to the media room, everybody was there that, uh, you know, th- like me, I don't go to a lot of games. I got to go to this one. I was really, felt it was like really the finals. cool. Felt like, felt like this is a night where everybody shows up and, and it, I thought it was great. Every time somebody else took a shot, I would yell, no! <laughs> yeah. LeBron, and every Pass time, LeBron, he's every time three guys. LeBron had the ball, the entire arena was on its oh, feet. Yeah. That was great. I love those two, the two jumbo screens, the 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 um, the scoreboards that they added this year. Right, that had the countdown on them. That's pretty cool. It just yeah. says chasing history, has Kareem's numbers, has bronze numbers, yep. and you're a, 16 away. Really cool. or I had a like weird that. thing happen. I made a mistake. I made a couple of them actually on the back end of that call, not the one that everybody's playing. Right, but towards after the call, like was going for a while. I um, 
I had Doug write down the exact amount of points, you know, 38,388. And I had a lot of numbers in front of me, and I transposed the numbers. Yeah. And thank God, like, Chris and Mario are really good at their jobs, so they just cut all this stuff out and made me look good. But the other thing I did was, and I don't know why I did it, it wasn't intentional, was I said, everyone at Staples Center is standing up. It's not Staples Center anymore. Right, right. And I, the reaction was not, oh, Ireland screwed up. It was, I'm so glad you said Staples Yeah, Center. right. It was like the weirdest reaction. They were glad I screwed up. Like they would say, it, it, you know, to us, it will always be. It that. will always be yeah, Staples Center. It, it, I, I didn't mean, if you're listening Crypto.com, I did not mean to screw you. I just it was yeah. talking in a stream of consciousness. And But the reaction from fans was weird. It was like, I'm so glad you said Staples Center. Yeah. That, yeah. that really? is the most natural thing that I hear across the street or how many times you hear broadcasters, the San Diego Chargers. Like there's the, a, I, That there's comes a out of my mouth all the time. Yeah. almost impossible to get out of your yeah. mind. Good Slee, job, Slee. Congratulations. Thanks, guys. Great piece Thanks. of work right hey, there. Hey, it wasn't uh, 26 hours or 27 hours, no. whatever you guys did. But it was impressive nonetheless. All right, I'm going to get out of your guys' way.